This is Randy Hosman with Becker's Clinical Leadership Podcast. Here's your daily industry news brief for August 26. First, court documents show that Moderna filed a lawsuit today accusing Pfizer-BioNTech of using Moderna's patented mRNA technology for COVID-19 vaccines. The lawsuit was filed in Massachusetts. Moderna claims it was founded to develop an mRNA technology and filed patents for it between 2011 and 2016. Moderna claims Pfizer copied these patents without requesting a license. In October of 2020, Moderna decided not to enforce COVID-19-related patents against other companies creating vaccines intended to combat the pandemic. Now, as the pandemic shifts to endemic status and COVID-19 cases continue to fall, Moderna wants to protect its intellectual property. Moderna says it is not asking for the removal of Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine or even from damages from Pfizer's vaccine sales. Moderna is asking the court to award it monetary damages for the alleged patent infringements. In a statement to Becker's, Pfizer said it is surprised by the lawsuit. It claims that its vaccine was based on Biontech's mRNA technology. Pfizer says it will fight the lawsuit. Second, Kaiser is facing a state investigation over mental health access during a strike. The California Department of Managed Healthcare opened a targeted enforcement investigation. This investigation is examining whether Kaiser Permanente, based in Oakland, California, is providing timely access to appointments. As this happens, Kaiser mental health care workers are striking. The Department Deputy Director of Communications and Planning confirmed the probe yesterday in a statement shared with Beckers. State officials notified Kaiser about the investigation on Monday. More than 2,000 Kaiser mental health therapists, psychologists, social workers, and chemical dependency counselors are on strike in Northern California and the state's Central Valley. The workers are members of the National Union of Healthcare Workers. They voted in June to authorize a strike and began an open-ended strike last Monday, August 15th. In Hawaii, union members at Kaiser facilities are also set to begin an open-ended strike on Monday. In a statement shared with Beckers today, Kaiser says it is working to ensure it meets the needs of its mental health patients as well as meet state requirements for access. The union says Kaiser has failed to adequately boost staffing during an increasing demand for mental health care. The union also says that before the strike, Kaiser patients were forced to wait months for therapy sessions. Kaiser says the union has proposed a plan that significantly reduces the time available to provide care for mental health patients. State regulators will continue to closely monitor Kaiser during the strike to ensure compliance with the law. Third, nurses at University of Wisconsin Health in Madison voted to strike in September if their union is not recognized. On Wednesday, the nurses voted overwhelmingly to strike. This vote still allows more time for the UW Health Board and administration to agree to negotiate and recognize their union, the Service Employees International Union Wisconsin. If a strike does happen, nurses will provide an official notice to UW Health at least 10 days before. Nurses want UW Health to address their concerns about staffing, turnover, cuts, exhaustion, and burnout. In 2014, nurses lost their CEIU Healthcare Wisconsin representation when their last contract expired. UW Health did not negotiate a new contract with the union. It cited Wisconsin Act 10, which is state legislation enacted in 2011. It relates to collective bargaining for public employees and other matters. Under Act 10, the health system was removed from the Wisconsin Employment Peace Act. 
This required it to recognize and negotiate with employee unions. In the past years, nurses have advocated for the University of Wisconsin Hospital and Clinic Authority to voluntarily recognize the union so they will once again have representation. In a statement shared with Becker's, UW Health disagreed with the union, saying they have great statistics regarding pay, staffing, and turnover. Fourth, according to health officials, there are early signs that monkeypox cases may be peaking in Chicago, New York City, and San Francisco. As of Monday, CDC data confirms nearly 17,000 U.S. cases. New York, California, and Florida continue to bear the brunt of the outbreak. Globally, cases are falling, but the U.S. is the exception. The U.S. accounts for about 36% of cases worldwide. Fifth, in the last few months, at least six hospitals have announced plans to scale back care due to staffing shortages. At UH Bedford Medical Center in Bedford, Ohio, and UH Richmond Medical Center in Richmond Heights, inpatient surgical and emergency services ended on August 12th. Martin General Hospital in Williamston, North Carolina, closed its intensive care unit on August 1st. McLaren St. Luke's Hospital in Maumee, Ohio, is ending labor and delivery services between the end of August and September. Renoboth McKinley Christian Hospital in Gallup, New Mexico, closed its labor and delivery unit on August 3rd. South Lincoln Medical Center in Kemmerer, Wyoming, stopped providing labor and delivery services on June 1st. The Critical Access Hospital's operating room is no longer open 24-7 for emergency surgeries. And finally, Memorial Hospital of Carbon County in Rollins, Wyoming, ended its labor and delivery services June 15th. Thanks for listening. Do you want more of the latest info about clinical leadership delivered directly to your inbox every weekday? Subscribe to the Becker's Clinical Leadership and Infection Control e-newsletter on our website at www.beckershospitalreview.com forward slash quality.